Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, John Shookman, and I am so thankful to have you with me for today's episode. A huge thank you to Jennifer Harshman and Harshman Services for sponsoring today's podcast episode. Jennifer and the team at Harshman Services do an amazing job of helping businesses grow and become more successful and organized by using blog posts, search engine optimization, and email marketing to reach your clients. I'm so thankful for how Jennifer and her team have helped me become more successful in my business. And if you're a realtor out there, I know that you can often get stressed and want to work smarter, not harder. You need something that you can set and forget about. So check out what Jennifer has built at RealtorEmails.com. She has an amazing offer and affordable tools to help you become more successful in your business. I'm so thankful for the team at Harshman Services for being a part of helping my business and for sponsoring the podcast. Let's jump into today's episode. On today's episode, I want to talk to you about doing the little things. And guys, I feel like this is completely lacking in the real estate business, and that's why I want to talk to you about it today. I get constantly frustrated as I see realtors all over the place taking shortcuts and not doing the work necessary to make their clients happy. And maybe they don't even realize they're doing it or know what they're doing, but I see it all the time and I see them either taking shortcuts or just not doing the things that you should be doing. And they come across as lazy. And if you wanna be successful in your real estate business, you need to do the little things. I was recently interacting with an agent on a property that we are under contract on, and we needed to you know, get some inspection reports and have some contractors go in and things like that. And so when I talked to the agent, I asked her about getting it scheduled with our showing service, showing time. And I basically said like, hey, you know, this isn't working. It won't let me schedule the showing. Can you go into the system and change it so that I can schedule the showing in the system and then your client will see it, my client will see it, etc. And the agent was like, I don't have time to do that. Just go to the house. And first of all, it makes it difficult for me because then instead of just, you know, using showing time to put the appointment right into my calendar, I can't actually do that. I have to go and you know, put a note there and put a calendar thing on my own. And then I have to remember the lockbox combination rather than it being right in the showing time app. So I'm constantly just frustrated by the agents that are not doing the little things to make it easy for their clients and even their fellow realtors in the transaction. They are not making it easy for us. And we all are on the same team, right? We all are trying to get it to the settlement table. And so if it's going to be easier for you to just give, you know, correct the information in the system, why wouldn't you do it when it gets me, you know, in there quicker and faster and closer to the settlement day? I often feel like the reason that I've had success and some of the things I talk about is because I do the little things, the things that other agents aren't doing. You know, as I thought about this episode, I was driving to and from Westchester today, and we've talked about how I had that luxury listing there that's now under contract, and it's about an hour and 15 minutes, you know, an hour and 10 minutes on a good day from my house. And as I've said on some of the other episodes, the reason that they hired me over hiring a handful of other realtors that they interviewed was because I said I would be there for everything. I'll be there for whatever you need. I'll be there for the photos. I'll be there if contractors need to come in. I'll be there if inspectors need to come in. And I said, I'll be here for whatever you need. I will get the job done. I wanted to show them that I would do the little things to make them happy. And I try to do that in my business. You know, just the other day, 
I attended a sewer inspection with one of my buyers. Again, they were, you know, they're under contract on a property. Some things with the sewer came up on the inspection. And so the inspector recommended that we have, you know, a sewer person, you know, expert go in there with the camera, make sure everything was good down there. So I did not have to show up for that. Like there literally was no reason for me to be there. But I went, I met my client, and he was so thankful that I was willing to spend a couple hours out of my day to meet him there. Not only that, but here's the thing, guys. I gave a great experience to my client. He was so happy that I was there. I also, you know, kind of unintentionally, but we were there for this inspection for a couple hours together. I built a relationship with the person doing the camera on the sewer. And so I built a relationship there. Not only that, but then some calls came in about some other things on the home. And instead of having to go back to my client and go, you know, back and forth and back and forth, I was right there with my client and we could make a decision on the spot. There was something else on the home that was of concern on the inspection report, but we could not get someone to come out and give us a quote on what it would take to fix it. So I actually called the inspector and I said, hey, I know this is outside your scope, but I know um, you normally are willing to answer questions. Can you tell us like how serious is this repair? Do you think it needs to be done or could we just get a seller credit? And he told me, you know, well, I think this is, you know, a whatever hundred dollar job. So if you can get a credit for that amount, you're in good shape if it does have issues and needs fixing. So instead of having to go back to my client or call or text or whatever, I was right there standing with him and able to just make a decision right there on the spot. I want my clients to know that I'll go above and beyond for them. And I believe that is why I've had success. And we've talked about reviews in my business. And when I give a great experience to my client, they are screaming my name from the rooftops about what a great job I did and how people should use me as their realtor. And as I was driving to Westchester, you know, these past few weeks, I and especially today, I just started thinking about the little things required to have success in this transaction and just real estate in general. And I literally was on my way to their home to meet the appraiser. And again, I don't even interact with the appraiser. Your best bet, you know, is leave the appraiser alone. You don't want them thinking that you're trying to influence the price or anything like that. But I drove about an hour and 10 minutes, you know, met them there, unlocked the door because my clients were out of town and, you know, just sat there in my car. And now it could have been like, you guys have to figure it out. The realtor doesn't show up for the appraisal. No, I can't do that. No, just give them the door code and let them in. Like I could have said all these different things, but that just seems so lazy and seemed like a bad experience for my clients. If I just tell them, hey, give them the alarm code and door code. I'm not going into your house today. I'm I'm too lazy to do it. And I think the other part too was I wanted them to enjoy their time away. They were on vacation, right? I didn't want them to worry about what was happening when the appraiser was there, but I didn't want them to have to deal with that. So I tried to do the little things. I got in my car, drove the hour and 15, left the appraiser alone, and it's kind of funny, literally, I think the appraiser was there for 20 minutes. So I literally drove two and a half, three hours, whatever it is, to open the door, sit in my car while the appraiser finished up, and then lock the doors and leave. But you know what? It doesn't matter. The time doesn't really matter. What really matters is giving my clients a grade A experience. And again, that doesn't just stop when you get the home under contract. So for these clients, I want to be 
at every single thing they need me at if that's how they feel and that's what they want for security purposes. They felt more comfortable because they have known me and built a relationship with me. So having me there gave them the peace of mind to just enjoy their time away. So I was at everything for this house. You know, even the day of the inspection a few weeks ago, the inspection was supposed to be from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. And I was like, wow, four hours, that's a long inspection. It ended up being even longer. The inspection went from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. And I literally sat at the kitchen table in their home on my laptop and I could have moaned, I could have complained, I could have said I have other or better things to do, but I just sat there. And here's the thing, I mean, it wasn't fun and it wasn't preferable, but guess what? I did the little things. I've got plenty of work that I can do that I need to get done on my laptop. And so I just sat there, sucked it up and did it. And so here is the lesson. You have to do the little things in your business. If your clients need you to come get a piece of paper or a check or whatever it is, you know, yesterday I drove 30 minutes to pick up a piece of paper for a client that they didn't understand and help them fill it out and picked up a check for them from one of my clients that's under contract. And I did it. I didn't complain. I just made it happen. I remember getting up yesterday and having a bunch of stuff going on and then saying like, oh, hey, you know what? This client needed help with this paper. I've got about a one hour gap between things. I can probably meet them real quick. So I drove there, filled out the paperwork with them, you know, took five minutes to do that and 55, 60 minutes in the car, but they appreciated it. And when I was there, they were also able to show me some other documents that they needed help with. And so I was not only able to just give a great experience by being willing to pick up the check or whatever it was, you know, I could have said, forget it, mail it yourself. But I was able to go there, get the check and also help them and answer some other questions that they had. We have to give a great experience to our clients. We have to be willing to do the little things. And here's the crazy part, guys. Some of it really doesn't take that much energy or effort, but what seems small to us can be very significant to someone that just wants to feel cared about and valued. So think about this in your real estate business. Are you doing the little stuff? Are you doing the things to create success in your business? I want to encourage you to do these things if you're not. You need to go above and beyond. And if you want to retain your clients and have a successful business, you have to do this. And if you do, your clients will be thrilled and so happy to tell everyone they know about you. But you have to be willing to do the little things. So I hope that this is helpful for you guys and you can think about this in your real estate business. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on our next episode. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode.